You are listening to Slash, a podcast where I dive into the brains of people with passions and interests outside of their full-time job. My name is Keith Ogden, and I'm not really known for anything, but I will be sitting down with those who serve as an inspiration to continue doing what truly makes them happy. You will hear how they got started, what keeps them going, and any lessons they've learned along the way. Welcome and enjoy. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Slash. Uh, feeling a little bit under the weather, but uh, the show must go on. I'm here for episode three, interview with the wonderful Lexi Nye. Hi. Uh, she has a lot of different interests, so I'm, I'm interested to get to know all of them more. I'm hoping she can uh, let you guys know what she's into she's got her hands in a bunch of different things and it's interesting because uh usually on slash the the slash is something that is making you a second form of income or anything but lexi's a little bit different it's just a bunch of things that she likes to do she has some hopes and dreams here uh that she's going to share with you uh that will get her some uh, second form of income aside of what she's doing right now so uh again lexi nye everybody how are you doing lexi I'm fabulous. <laughs> good, good. Uh, well, thank you for bringing me into your house, your home. Uh, you got your your to say. Uh, it's grind time, bitches. Okay, no, game, def- time, game, oh, time. game time. Oh, game. Well, it is game time. <laughs> it's game time right now. So, uh, to start, we're gonna just say, I'm basically gonna ask you every how I do every interview. What is your slash? I got a bunch of different slashes right now. So, um. I'm in school, cosmetology school. Okay. I really want to be a barber, but there's like no barber schools. So it's kind of a waste of time, (laughs) money and energy. But, you know, it's better to have like the broad license rather than just like a strict barber license. Okay. So there's a, so there's different. So what's the different type of licenses I guess you can get? Do you know what that is? So as a cosmetologist, I can do hair, skin, nails, everything, right? But if you're a barber, it's like you're a barber. Okay. You're not like the only advantage to that is the straight razor. Ah, you got know it. What I mean? Yep. So like, I'm definitely going to use a straight razor, just not legally, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> she's not going to do it legally. Uh, well, let's stick to that for right now. So, how hard is it? To kind of get that business going, like obviously there's a lot of barbershops and stuff like that, but you're going to more of a cosmetology and all that stuff. But how hard is it of an industry to kind of be successful? If you have the drive and the determination, if you like money, then you got it. Yeah. Like it's not something that you can be lazy with or just be like, oh, I want to work sometimes. It's like, no, you have to bust your ass. Mm -hmm. And you know, advertise yourself. Like, luckily enough, I had a, I have a good social media following. And, like, I know a lot of dudes mm-hmm. that would let me cut their hair even if I fuck it up. They'll still let me <laughs> And I'm definitely going to be able to make it the long haul. Yeah. And it's, one, it's funny because, not funny, but it's one of those things that you have to be doing it to make the money. Like, you're not making money from other people, other people aren't doing it for you. You have to give haircuts. You have to do like nails, the makeup, whatever to make that money. So I think it's more of a, 
a grind behind that part of it. So I think that makes it pretty cool. Um, what got you, what got you started? Where did this love for hair, makeup and all that stuff start? So when I was little, um, I looked like a doll till I was 12 years old. My grandparents made me like long blonde hair, dresses, the whole nine yards. When I was 12, I took my hair like this and I cut my hair off when I moved with my mom and I dyed my hair pink. And after that, it was over. Like I got obsessed with like, you know, color in my hair. And then I feel manic panic. And I was like, holy shit. All these colors are awesome. And I started doing my friend's hair. What is manic panic? It's a color line. Okay. It's a color line, everybody. I didn't know that. It's something I <laughs> don't know comes, about. It comes in like a little jar and they have like all the crazy colors. So it's Got not it. like Redkin or like, you know, just basic chocolate brown and honey blonde. It's like green, yellow, red, purple. <laughs> <laughs> so you were doing some outrageous stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's grown into where did the, the hair part of it come? So is it, I guess you were still, you said you cut your hair off. Yeah. And then like, how did that process, how, how old were you? 12. 12? Yeah. And then is that, that's just something you just carried through high school? Yeah. Like I always liked doing my own hair. I mm-hmm. didn't really trust. I didn't trust going to hair cuttery or anything like that. And, you know, I didn't have a job, so I didn't have money to go to, like, a nice salon. So I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to do it myself. And this was before YouTube. This was just me winging it and being like, all right, well, either it's going to be pink or yeah, <laughs> we're going to make it pink somehow. And when I, when I first met you, you actually had a different hairstyle than we have right now. This haircut is popping. Okay. <laughs> uh, you had a different hairstyle. So what made you want to get to, like, this hairstyle right now? Or well, what did you have before? Let's explain what you had before and then what you have now. So I had a two on this side. It was shaved. And then I had like long hair on this side. And it was like platinum, perfect, beautiful blonde until it got wet. And then it felt like mashed potatoes because it was very <laughs> overprocessed. I didn't care how I got it blonde. I just wanted it blonde. Okay. And then like I was tired of dealing with it because every time it got wet, it was just like a shit show. And then, you know, my husband passed. And I just decided, I was like, all right, this is it. I'm having a 2007 Britney moment. Came home, put my hair up, cut it the fuck off. Explain who your husband is, by the way. The great. Mac Miller. Mac Miller. Yo, you actually, you're the one that let me know. You broke my heart that day. I know. And you thought I was like joking. <laughs> that was, that was huge. That was actually a really huge moment. Cause I really, I think I've been following Mac Miller right from the beginning. I have all of his mixtapes, albums, all on my laptop. Like literally every single song that he's made on laptop and i'm sure you're the same i just don't have a laptop you just have <laughs> but you know all the songs i'm sure yeah and i cried um, like a little sissy bitch right in my press I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> so that's what that's what got the hair going yeah and cool. then like as you know i love fuckboy haircuts yeah <laughs> so i was like listen i can have a better one than every dude i know and i'm pretty sure i got the best okay one, so. so my challenger I dare, I dare you. Please <laughs> come out there and challenge. Um, cool. So let's go from from that, and then what's your second passion? Um, I'm really into. This sounds so lame, but urban exploring. Urban exploring. So explain to the people what urban exploring is. So it is um, exploring abandoned locations, traveling, getting in the car and being like, all right, there's this resort three hours away let's go Mm -hmm. taking pictures of it i have a pretty nice camera and i was like shooting on auto shooting on my phone for a while 
so now I'm like trying to do manual setting and like actually like turning the photography into a hobby as well to go along with it. Got it. Instead of just being like, oh, sick. Um, oh, cool bed. photo. <laughs> That's cool. Where did so where did that start? At what age did you did you really get into doing the urban exploring, exploring bandos and stuff? So my first bando, I was fourteen years old. Okay. And it was Lambertville High School in Lambertville, New Jersey. Um, it caught on fire in the fifties and then they like renovated it and then in the early nineties someone set it on fire again. So it was just this cool abandoned school and we would go and drink forties and we had flip phones. So nobody That's was right. taking That's photos. Back in the day. <laughs> yeah. And it was just cool to like go in this decrepit, decaying place and like look at the architecture and like think about what it used to be. Mm-hmm. So it was more about the experience back then. Mm-hmm. Well, is it I'm sure it still is now. More about the experience than actually taking the photos. I mean the photos are cool, but actually being there, knowing the history and all that stuff kind of adds to the experience, right? Yeah. And yeah. like, you know, you can't just openly during 40s well yes outside. of course so, <laughs> you know it was a nice shelter just to to hang out with my friends and like yeah you know. that sounds pretty cool um it's something i don't know if i if i could do i'm too scary of a person to even hop into it i'm kind of a i don't like i don't think i'm a germaphobe but i'd like to be clean so me in a an abandoned building not working for me Listen, not working for me there's plenty that you literally just walk through the front door if you don't touch nothing you're fine. Yeah. Me, on the other hand, the door could be wide open. It could be clean. Somehow I am coming you. out of that John <laughs> covered head to toe in filth. <laughs> so craziest story that you have from abandoned building. I actually know one of them and I hope this is one of them. But if you don't say it, I want you to tell the people the other story. But what's, an, what's the craziest Wait, story you got? Hint. What, the one that I know of? Yeah. Isn't the one like you almost fell through the floor? Somebody almost fell through the oh, floor. Oh, yes. Okay, that was very um terrifying. So I went to this mansion. It's not far from here, actually, but I don't want to say where it is. Yep. And, you know, I'm always the first one to go in. I climb through the window, and I'm walking, and I had to fix my bag or fix my camera or do something. And Brad, like, walked around me, and he's, like, five steps ahead of me, and he's like, yo, uh, just, like, watch where you walk. And literally, as soon as he said the word walk, he fell through the floor. and Like all the way through? Like up to his armpits like this. Like a movie. And, you know, I would have been first had I not fixed my shit. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I didn't know what to do because I didn't want to walk near him. And then I was both fall through the floor. (laughs) So I just stood there. I was like, oh, my God, are you okay? (laughs) And I, that's something I never even thought about before. Like, I'd just be willy-nilly yeah. in these places. Like, fuck it. Yeah. But that really made me take a step back and be like, yo, you can really get hurt. So you're being more careful now, I'm assuming. Yeah, and he got out of the floor and was like, okay, so like, do you want to... Let's go. Do you want to walk around the rest? I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not that strong. I don't know if I could have pushed yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, he's all right, though, obviously. Yeah. He didn't get hurt or anything. He, no, scratched he just got scraped, though. All right, that's good then. And Brad, can you tell everybody who Brad is? Brad's my boyfriend. Okay, she got a boyfriend. <laughs> you know, I had to hang my savage jersey up after all these years. You're right. <laughs> but that's nuts. So, um, so that's the one I know. Is there something? Is there a story that I don't know about? Oh, um, in Lamberville, it was probably like the third or fourth time I've been there. Mm-hmm. We were like walking around, and my stepbrother had seen this bag on the floor, and he saw red in it. And I don't know why he picked it up. I wouldn't have picked it up. Yeah. 
So he picked it up, and it was bloody, and he dumped <laughs> it out, and it was a deer leg that was skinned and bloody inside of a fucking Wonder Bread bag. <laughs> and that kind of, like, scared me a little bit. I was like, mm. uh, you was, Oh, this is something I want to do for the rest of my life yeah, now. Yeah, I was like, sick. I can't wait to go to the next one, but I'm scared right now. <laughs> a deer leg, and it was skinned. Yeah. That's disgusting. So, like, you know, I feel like there was some homeless people in there before. But what would you do with a skin? I, I don't know if that was dinner for later. <sighs> That's some extra shit. <laughs> God, I couldn't even imagine. No way. Um, all right. That, <laughs> that is why. I don't know how anyone could even. There's. An, I'm not in the building after that. If I see a, a skin. I hate even seeing dead deer on the side of the road. So you telling me I saw just one leg. <laughs> one leg bloody. Not even. It was in a bag. And somebody bag. decided to pick that up. I'm not friends with you anymore. I'm letting you know <laughs> that we're not cool because you thought that was cool. So now we're not cool. Um, all right. So is this something that you usually do? Like, have you ever gone like by yourself? Like, what is your amount of group of people that you usually go with? Is Sometimes it's just you and Brad. Do you go with like 10 people? Like, what is the what is the norm for doing like stuff like this? So I feel like it all the it's like location based. So if it's like a hot spot. Like, you don't really want to go squad deep because yeah. you have a greater chance of being seen. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's, like, an open door, shitty warehouse, we'll go squad deep. The boys will, you know, do graffiti, mm-hmm. drink 40s, just chill and, like, kill our day in there. Okay. But if it's, like, somewhere that's, you know, untouched or, like, maybe we found something first, it'll just be me and him. Okay. Or, like, maybe two other people, like, another couple. We've met a lot of people doing it, so depending on like the area and what it is yeah i would assume so like in stuff like this how how many connections have you built a lot yeah yeah and this is just like what what comes from those connections you guys just meet up and like hey i know this spot i can come there or whether it's photography whatever it is yeah well it's like you know a bunch of people in different cities and different states so it's like you come to philly we'll show you around and like you know we'll go wherever yeah like i i'm friends with this one girl that lives in illinois we never met before. Me and Brad went to Pittsburgh. Her and her boyfriend were driving, like, making the trip from there oh, okay. to here. And we booked the same hotel and everything. That's pretty cool. And they got arrested in Ohio <laughs> before they got to Pittsburgh. So we never got to meet. Wow. But, like, my birthday pitch, she sent me a birthday card. Like, we're, like, friends. Okay, it, yeah. You know? So after I'm done school, I'm going to go out there. Nice. When are you done school? March. March. That's coming up. Almost a little under a year. That's cool. So yeah. long. <laughs> um, so with the bandos and all that stuff, you have some pretty interesting photos on your Instagram. Um, and we'll obviously put that link there and let everybody know what your Instagram is at the end. Um, but talk to me about how how you come up with these ideas for these these photos. You have like some you have some really cool ones, but then you just have like some normal ones. It's just a billion. But how do you come up with your ideas of like I have this theme. I'm going to do this in this building. So sometimes I'll be inspired by a photo and then I'll be like, okay, like maybe, you know, I do the special effects, makeup, like mm-hmm. I like pouring blood all over myself yeah. and go into a That location. seems to be the MO. <laughs> yeah. But that also co- like ties into my cosmetology thing mm-hmm. because I'm trying to branch out with the special effects makeup. Okay. So then, then I'll be like licensed to do so. But Sometimes I'll get inspired for the makeup and I'll be like, shit, like, what place would 
be a good setting for this. Or sometimes I'll see the place and be like, what okay. makeup would be good for this? So it goes back and forth with what inspires me first. Cool. And what's your favorite photo that you've done, like, ever? Do you have one? I don't know. Probably one with blood on me. <laughs> Which would be almost all of them. <laughs> I love it. I feel I feel like I look the best with, like, a beat face and then just, like, fake blood somewhere. Yeah. So, it's <laughs> once, once people see this Instagram, you'll know exactly what she's talking about. Uh, she's got some pretty some pretty crazy photos on there that I'm like, whoa, like people, I'm sure people, when you go to and take these photos and they're just watching like, oh my God, she's got to be nuts. <laughs> oh wait, actually the one I, did you see the one I posted yesterday with the book on fire? I did not see that. So there, I met up with this girl, Bianca, who I'm friends with, is from Massachusetts and we went to this church and she wanted to take photos of me. So we put this paper and lighter fluid in like Bibles and set them on fire to be around my feet and i had like this red dress on and that's probably my favorite photo so that's what's so that's how you guys got the fire Mm -hmm. oh i did see that but that's old isn't it yeah but i like reposted it again yesterday and then we got all this heat from you know other urbexers being like oh you set shit on fire in here it's like if you want if if you want to keep it so clean fucking buy it yeah See, and, and this, I'm glad you mentioned something like that. So, what is, totally okay. what's the what's the drama behind traveling these places and stuff? Because obviously, people have their clicks. People like a building looking this way. Maybe someone disrespects it. I've heard of stories like that. So, what is like what are like the unwritten rules? Like, what are the, kind of the rules that go into like doing stuff like this? Honestly, I feel like I don't really feel like there's rules. I feel like. You know, when I started doing this when I was 14, there was no Instagram. There was no networking. Mm-hmm. You know, and now it's like all these young kids, they don't have jobs. They don't have anything going for them. And they just get in their car and travel place to place and like have like this clicky, I only go here for Instagram vibe. And okay. Like, I fucking hate it so yeah. bad. And I just, like, it's cool. You guys are all going to the same location, posting the same photo. Like, there's no creativity. And my friends do graffiti. And they don't like that. Okay. And I feel like if it's good graph, why not put it in a bando? Like, it's going to accentuate the peeling paint and, like, you know, the the cool, lonely feel of it and, like, the architecture. If it's, like, a swastika or a dick on the wall, yeah. I'm not here for it. Of course. Or, like, when people break shit. Like, why are you breaking it? Yeah, there's no point in breaking it. Yeah. It's, already, it's abandoned enough, right? <laughs> yeah, like, leave it be, but just, that's my only thing. Like, don't break it. Yeah, I don't I don't understand why people would have <clears throat> I've heard I've heard plenty of arguments and stuff, but I don't know why I, why people would have problems with someone putting their art on like a wall or something. Like, it, like personalize a little bit. Just let people know like, "Hey, I was here, like this is cool. Like I I want to be a part of this place as well." So, I, I, me personally, I don't see any problem with it. I don't know why other people would. I I guess I can see their argument in it like it kind of maybe it ruins like, the originality of it. I don't know, but... But see, that's, like, all these kids that are doing it now. It's like, yo, I hate to break it to you, but if dudes weren't writing graffiti, you would never have your hobby. Like, mm-hmm. graph writers are the original urbexers. Yeah. I like, See, that's that's stuff I don't really know. Uh, like, how much do you know about graffiti? Because I think I have a couple questions about, like, 
I don't even I don't even know what questions to ask, but like how does like how does that even get started? Like graffiti is interesting to me, but like I always hear like all this this stuff about it. like some people don't like it, some people love it, like some people again I, some people say it ruins like building stuff. Are you only in like do you only accept it if it's like abandoned buildings? Like people do it on the side of buildings when they're not really supposed to like, but they aren't abandoned. Like how do you feel about all that stuff? Just in general, I'm a fan of graffiti, good graffiti. Yeah, and like. I just don't think you should do it on, like, a small business or, like, somebody's house, somebody's property. Yeah. But, you know, if it's inside of Walmart, do your thing. If it's on the street, cool. Like, Wynwood is one of my favorite places. Covered in graffiti, covered in art, and it looks awesome. And I don't think it would be as awesome without Without the art around. Okay. So, I think that's cool. Just to see art like that just around the city. I know one time I did, like, uh, Philly does this, this love tour thing where they... You ride on a septic, you can see, I don't know the artist, like it was so long ago where I did it. Um, but on the route where you're on the train, I guess the subway, you can see all of the art he did about like love on the side of buildings. It's like more of a murals than like graffiti, but it's like super cool. Like they're all like love themed and they like explain it and all that stuff. So that was pretty cool. I don't know if you've ever heard anything about that. Was it Philly Love Notes? I, th- I think so. Maybe. I just know all of them that? had to do with and then there's the John Ambarella who does like the hearts and it'll just have like a quick phrase in it. It's like, okay, I haven't, loved. I haven't seen that. So it might've been the, the first one, um, but it was super cool. Like all of them were, were really cool. Um, and I did a, like, I did a lot of research into it when at the time, but this, again, this is almost <laughs> six years ago. I haven't seen them since. So I'm, I would, it's something I would like to do again. Cause I thought that was pretty cool. Like literally on that route of the subway, you can see, every single like art piece that he did and that's pretty cool to me that is awesome Um, all right nice so what else do you got for me so we've touched on we've touched on your uh your beauty and your hair we've touched on uh the abandoned buildings and stuff but you again you've got a bunch of other passions what else what else are you getting into so i'm trying to get more into the vegan activist world Mm. Because I am an outspoken ass vegan and I'm here to save the animals. And like my like long term goal is to like get land and then open up an animal sanctuary and like save animals. Yeah. Like I don't think anything in this life could like fill my heart the way like saving animals would. Yeah. Like I don't want to be famous. I don't want to be rich. I want to help animals. That's pretty cool. How, How long have you been vegan? Well, I haven't eaten meat in seven years, but I've been vegan since the beginning of the year. Oh, that's right. Okay. So you, wow. It's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> also, you were supposed to have some, it's the, it's the morning, it's the morning, so I get it, but she was supposed to have some vegan, what was it, meatballs? I was going to make you a meatball sandwich. Yeah. I would have loved to taste Next it. time I make it, I'll just bring it to work and you can have some. But All I didn't right, think cool. you wanted meatballs at 10 o'clock in the morning. I can eat anything at ten o'clock in the morning. I'm gonna I can eat anything. I I will if it's in front of me, I'll eat it. Actually, that's not true. Like I don't like broccoli. You don't like broccoli. I don't like broccoli. And people always say that. Let's touch on this. Now we're talking <laughs> vegan. We're talking vegetables here. I don't like broccoli, but I thought not liking broccoli was a common thing. But people love broccoli. I don't know how. It's just something about it. But I did have broccoli. Uh, the other day, and I forget. No, it was uh, I forget what it was in, but I had it. But it was like sauced up and stuff. It was mixed up and stuff, and I ate it. I forget who I was around, and I was eating it. And I just turned to him. I was like, "Yo, man." He was like, "Yo, 
I was like, I think I like broccoli, <laughs> but it was really good. Like, but I, I think I would need it sauced. Like, it needs to be like I would probably have to have some sauce on it uh, for me to like it. But growing up, broccoli, hell no, <laughs> I, you couldn't pay me. You couldn't pay. Me. Once I was like old enough to like tell my mom like, no, I'm not eating broccoli. That's when I like stopped. Which was probably around like thirteen. You put your foot down. You were like, no. I was like, I'm not eating broccoli to this day. Like, like I'll eat it. Like, a, got the little pieces of broccoli in there. I can eat that because I can't taste it. But like, if you give me a freaking full pot, nope, not doing it. Uh, so, but I, <clears throat> vegan is something I've, I've been looking into more. Me personally, I don't think I could ever go full vegan. There's too, I think there's too many things I like. Uh, no disrespect, but there's too many things that I like. I can maybe I could probably go vegetarian for for sure. I don't know how long I could last, but I could do it. Like there's stuff that I like out there, but I think vegan options is something I want to explore more uh, because people like they post it and like, boom, this joint is hot. Like I I just made some vegan wings. I'm like, how the hell did you do that? And people always say it tastes the same, but I always there's no way it tastes the same. But I've never really tried it, so that's why I was excited to try the meatballs. So make my meatballs. I will, but like so here's the thing, right? I'm vegan for the animals, but I like food. I'm fat as fuck <laughs> in my heart. And, like, you know, sometimes I want a buffalo chicken cheesesteak. Best believe I'm in there making it. You make, yeah. I barely eat salad. I don't eat vegetables like that. Yeah. Like, I want the fat shit. You making it. I was a tattooed mom the other day, and I had waffle fries with vegan jalapeno cheese whiz. What? That I sounds really good, though. With yeah. a Cajun black and chicken sandwich. Oh, you popping. Yeah. That's why when people are like, oh, you eat vegetables. I'm like, I like vegetables. Yeah. But I want food. You still you still know how to do it. And I think yeah. that makes you more creative in like the cooking aspect of it. I, And this is the question that I have. And I ask a bunch of, um, bunch of people this if I know they're vegan or vegetarian. Like, is it more expensive to be vegan? Like... Do you find yourself having to be really creative in what you're eating? Like, I feel like it takes a lot more effort to like be vegan or vegetarian to like create your meals. And I don't know if I have that patience to be like, oh, I got to buy this certain stuff to make those meals. Because you're saying you're eating some amazing stuff, but I don't think I could eat something amazing every day. Like just someday I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to whip this up. Well, like, so on the weekends is when I, you know, have the best food. Yeah. But during the week, like going to work, like. You know, I eat a lot of potatoes. Yeah. So I'll buy microwave sweet potatoes because I don't have the time. <laughs> Cauliflower rice that comes in the bag with veggies. What else? They make vegan chicken nuggets. Yeah. I throw some nuggets in my bag. I'm good to go. I eat a lot of quick food during the week. But, you know, I spend like $60 a week on groceries. Okay. So that's not bad, I would feel. No. But the produce is probably the most expensive. <coughs> and like when the fake meat ain't on sale. Okay. But I try to be a bargain shopper. I must be missing it in the grocery store. Like how? What's Where it? do you go? I go to Wegmans. I'm kind of bougie. Okay. Wegmans should have that shit. You're going now. I mean, well, I'm just. I, well, obviously, <laughs> I'm obviously not looking for vegan options. That's why I'm missing it. But it, sometimes I can walk past them and be like, "Oh, let's see, let me check that out." But I'm just missing it. So maybe next time I go to Wegmans, I'm going to be like, "Let me look for. Let me look for something. It's something I would. I want to try. It's yeah, like Gardein and Beyond Meat." are probably the best two brands right now. Like, 
I'm telling you, if you find yourself at like TGI Fridays, for example, I don't go to places like that. Yeah. But I do now because they got the Beyond Burger. That is literally the closest thing to a burger that I will probably ever get. It's pink in the middle and everything. Oh. Like, it's delicious. You need to try it. (laughs) All right. So we talked a lot. We kind of got away from the actual goal because we're talking food here. Clearly, we both like to eat. But let's go back to like, that's your goal. So you... Um, you want to open up the saint again? I kind of forgot. The animal sanctuary. Animal sanctuary. So basically, in order for me to live this dream, I'm going to do hair. I'm going to do makeup, taking a lash class, mm-hmm. taking hair extension class, all these classes before I graduate school. Because, you know, it's like a side class on the weekend. Busy bitch. I need to be able to do all these things that make a lot of money in order to fund my end goal. Yeah. So this is essentially <clears throat> the animal sanctuary is you're basically going to have like your farm basically to keep animals safe and just take care of them. Just basically as having them as pets, basically like you, you have a farm yeah. and you just take care of them. That's pretty cool. So how long do you think it would take you to get to that goal? Let me say, I want to say within five years, I want to be a really successful, we'll say cosmetologist is a yeah. broad term within 10 years. I want to have a functioning sanctuary. That's awesome. Yeah. Can I visit? Hell yeah. I'm going to have pigs and lambs and cows and the whole The whole nine. The whole nine. You can't do that in Philly, though. No, I mean, it would have to be, you know, a little ways out in PA or maybe, unfortunately, change my, my address to New Jersey. I don't know. Ooh. Dirty jerk. <laughs> the dirty. I feel like there's something you can pull off in, like, central PA, though. Could you ever see yourself like living in like Lancaster or something with the Amish? Yo, every time the Amish see me, they're like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? <laughs> like I went to Millersville and like the people around, like when we went to the mall, they were just like. Yeah. <laughs> yo, stop hating on my school, yo. Stop hating on my, my school, my my people. That's funny. Um Alright, what else what else is going on in the world of, of Lexi Nye? What what do you have coming up on the horizon? Uh, what kind of goals do you have, like, in the near future? Well, the near future, I have my lash class in June, so then I'll be certified eyelashes. I'm going to start immediately doing girls' eyelashes, like the individual joints. So that's going to be my second source of income. So you can do – so you're you're still in school. Mm-hmm. Is that part of what you're doing in school? No, this is, like, a this separate – separate. But like okay. since I'm pretty much gridlocked from eight o'clock in the morning yep. till ten thirty at night, Grinding. Monday through Friday, just no time. I might as well, you know, be productive on my weekends and like knock other shit out. Cause once I'm out of school, I'm done with school. Yeah. For you know, until but the thing about being a cosmetologist is you always have to take other classes. There's new shit that comes out, new trends, like Is that hard to keep up with? I know. I feel like I'm kind of a trendy person. Okay. So, so what's like, in right now? Um, Lilac, lavender, pink hair is in right now. Highlights are always in. This haircut, obviously. Is in. <laughs> it's in. Um, the girls with the lashes, that's like a big thing. Okay. Um, I got to get more into makeup. I don't really do makeup on other people. So. Okay. You know what I've noticed that's in more recently? And I love to look like. You kind of have it right now, like the silver, like white hair. Like a lot of people are doing that now. And that's yeah. that's a damn good look. Like people who can pull it off, 
that's pretty cool. I think that's in right now. Like the does stuff change during the season? Like makeup wise, obviously yeah. you wear. I'm just gonna take a shot in the dark here because I think I'm a fashionable person. I think I know a little bit. You got. Um, you're all right. You ain't got no. Like, it's it's springtime. I'm all right black now. right now. This is more of a winter look. Uh, but like, does it change? Like, I'm assuming like in the winter you use like darker makeup and all that stuff. Kind of use darker stuff, and then obviously in spring, fall, like you use you just go with like the colors of the season. Kind of like how people dress. Do does makeup kind of go in the same direction? Makeup, hair, all that. I feel like it's it's definitely influenced. Like I know with hair, at least you know people want to be lighter in the warmer months, uh-huh. and you know be cooler, darker. You know, on the opposite side of the year. I also feel like it's heavily influenced by the products that are coming out so like with makeup the different palettes the different brands collections yeah like that's like another thing you got to keep up with okay cool um one thing we haven't touched on um is that you have some other passions that i know about and you used to own you used to have your own little uh your own little youtube channel going on uh when is that well first let people know what that was because that's more of a that's more of actually you kind of talked about like makeup and stuff on there yeah so it was a channel of my best friend um it's called john approved you can look it up but like we were doing like makeup reviews um sneaker like you know our hype purchases and stuff like that and like i know that we want to oh and the beer videos even though we (laughs) know nothing about beer we're just like that's still cool though um we still gotta do that too. I know. Well, you shut the. You didn't shut it down, but it's just honestly like being so busy. Yeah. And like you know, this morning it's my day off. I was up at fucking six forty-five. Alright, shut the do. So, you know, we're trying to revamp it and like sit down with each other and figure out where we're gonna go next. Because I don't want to just do makeup reviews and like reviews about things. Mm-hmm. We I got way more to say. Yeah. <laughs> and you know maybe turn it more into like a lifestyle thing, like Mossy Bakes. So I feel like it'd be yeah. it'd be fun to see the Jones bake some shit, yeah, yeah. put some shit up. <laughs> but we'll we'll get it back. Cool, John approved. John How many approved. episodes you got? People can find those episodes. I want to say like six or seven, maybe. You can see the old Lexi and I, the old haircut and stuff on there. Yeah. That's when it was. That's cool. Um, yeah. And you talked about like your best purchases, sneakers, all that stuff. I know sneakers is what you're kind of into as well. Yeah, but, you know, I just feel like they haven't been putting any good shit out recently. They actually haven't. Like, the last, around Valentine's Day, um, I think they were, like, the big chill Jordan ones. Yeah. So, I thought that it was black with that light blue. It's not. What is it? It's, like, a dark, it's not royal, but it's, like, almost like a blue-black okay. type deal. And the light blue. So, as soon as I got them, I was like, nope. Whack. <laughs> got to go. <laughs> But I would have liked it, you know, they looked like, you know, um, the gold toes or the gold troop, whatever the fuck they're called, I forget. But it was the patent leather and everything. And they would have looked really nice if they were black and blue. But... Yeah. Okay. How many pairs of sneakers do you have? Probably like 60. Do you ever resell your stuff? No. But I used to. I used to have, you know, all the threes, all the fives, all the elevens, all that shit that was just sitting in my closet. When I stopped working at Ubic, I just... Yeah. Pay my rent for a couple months. All right. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you that's what you gotta do. Sometimes So what is your take on uh this is something I always ask people. What is your take on people like keeping shoes on ice? Like are you just one of those people who like to keep them around and keep them stored up, only wear them like once or twice a year, or do you actually when you buy them, you wear them? 
I wear the shit out of them. I got yeah. these on right now. These are my favorite That's shoes. That's your favorite shoe. I remember my that. My favorite shoes. I wear these shits all the time. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but, like, I have three pairs of, three or four pairs of Shadow Ones. That's my favorite Jordan 1. Okay. And I do have the last release I haven't worn. Because my other two are fine. So, yeah. I'm like, well, I'll just keep this one in the tuck or whatever. I was going to wear it on my birthday this year, but that drawing came and passed. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but for for the most part, I wear my stuff. But also, you know, like, going to work, I don't want to wear all my shit at work. Yeah. Even though I don't really get dirty anymore. And then going to school, I don't want to get hair dye on my shoes. Or, yeah. You know, them little hairs when I cut somebody's shit up. Okay. And that's something we didn't touch on. Uh, So, what do you do for work? Obviously, we work together. But what do you do at our job? So, right now, um, I can only weed vinyl. Yeah, tell people the story behind the cast, everybody. What is this? We're so, here. We're at the moment for the story of the cast. All right, I'm not going to say too much because I'm not trying to get myself in hot water in the workplace. Oh, goodness. But, so, you know, from eight to five, I work in vinyl and I really like it. Uh, I got my eyebrows microbladed last year. So then they had to take me out the warehouse because I couldn't mm-hmm. sweat. And mm-hmm. it was really hot in June. <laughs> And then, you know, things fell into place and I just ended up being in there. Um, I was pressing on the press for eight hours a day. Mm. And this is my weekend. And like, you know, just throwing my body weight kind of fucked me up a little bit. So now I got fluid in my joint and I got a partial tear in my, my ligament. My goodness. Um, for people who think vinyl isn't dangerous. Vinyl yep. is extremely dangerous, as you can see. That joint Ain't is, nothing sweet about it. But I liked pressing though because it was like a workout. Like you're like this. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I'm doing Thai Bell or whatever them ladies do. <laughs> and you know, it was cool. But now I just weed, you know, you pull it's like a sticker. Yeah. You pull it back. But now this side is my husband's now you side. Got any strong <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully this comes off in two weeks. Hopefully okay. I'll be back to normal. I haven't been doing hair. I haven't been doing anything. Man. You're struggling right I'm now. Struggling. You're struggling. I'm just I was so busy that the universe was just like, you know what? You need to calm the Take fuck down. Take a break. But I still can't calm down. Yeah. That's a, that's a good and a bad thing. That's good. You still still grinding away. So what, do you, what can you do at school? Can you even do anything right now? So it's kind of good, actually. Um, you know, we have like the color bar. Yeah. So, you know, everybody comes up to the color bar and they tell me what developer they need or what color they need. And okay. And I just, I get it. So it's like. I'm not really fond of my school's color line because they test on animals. Mm. So, you know, whatever. But I'm still, most color lines are very similar. They just use different, like, variations. So, like, at my school, it's numbers. So, it'll be, like, 1-0 for black. Okay. Another brand might be 1N. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm just, like, getting more familiar with the color line. So, it's like a blessing and a curse. It's just boring. Okay. (laughs) completely honest I love it yeah because you know if we don't have a lot of clients and I'm sitting at the color bar I'm just on my phone yeah I don't you know I don't really like to just sit there so I'll be trying I'll be watching like barber videos or like makeup videos getting something out of it yeah that's good yeah that's cool so uh, you talk about how busy you are so how do you find how do you find the time for the motivation with you got work all day and then you go to school like, do you come home and just relax, or are you still going? You still going away? So I get home like ten thirty at night. If I don't have lunch, 
for the next day. My ass right in the kitchen. Yeah. Then I got a shower. Can't get in my bed dirty. I'll sit here and like my brain is still like, but my body is exhausted. It's done. Yeah. Um, I don't watch TV, so I'll just be sitting here. Hey, I you don't watch bed. any TV? Barely. Huh? Like, it's like I don't have the brain capacity to just sit there and just be like, <laughs> and just <laughs> Now, Sometimes you know I'll be watching like with Mossy, we watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay. But that's like one episode a week, or like you know Stranger Things is coming back. But it's like, you know, some people on their day off will like binge. Yeah. Binge TV. Can't Not you. You just you probably out at a bando or something. Yeah, or just like doing normal shit like yeah. laundry. Yeah. Cleaning the crib. Like. It's hard. It's hard to find those times. Yeah. That's good. And you know what? When I'm at work, this helps me a lot too. Like being so busy, I listen to a lot of like motivational books mm. and like it sounds really corny but like self-help books people do that and that's not corny at all and yeah. it's like you know different perspective and like different things you can do throughout your day like if you're having a bad day change your pers- like your perspective yeah rearrange that energy exactly just for what that, that, i completely agree that's something i kind of got into <clears throat> a little bit ago shout out to my my boy james rogers who got me on to uh meditation so oh. I've been, yeah, I've been practicing meditation. He gave me on, got me on a nice little plan. But it's it, there was a period in time where I was just, I was just stressed like every day, and it wasn't anything dramatic. It wasn't like something that people actually do have problems with. But I, I just felt it, and I don't like feeling stressed out at all. I'm completely, I'm completely a calm person. I'm energetic. I don't know how I want to say calm, but like in, in my demeanor and like You're what like, I what I worry about, I'm very calm. I'm very relaxed and stuff, but I felt it just building up. I'm like, what is going on? Um, and I do, I run and stuff as well. And I was kind of struggling with that. I was like, what is going on? And my, my buddy James was, he always posts stuff about meditation. So I reached out to him like, hey, like, what can I do? Like this, these are my problems. What can I do? He was like, dude, just do this. Five minutes a day, practice your process, all that stuff. And it really started helping. It started, I was just doing it every other day. Then I worked up to like every day. And I gotten away from it a little bit recently um, just because I guess I feel better. But that doesn't mean I should stop doing it. I probably should get back into it more uh, daily. Uh, but it, it freaking helped me out. I was literally stressing about everything, like every like little stuff. I'm like, because you got the wedding coming up and then I got this podcast going and then at work you deal with stuff, obviously. So it's like, <laughs> like you're stressing out about all these little things. And I was like, I just need this. My mind just needs to stop racing because, and that's why I got on meditation is because it was literally all you're focused on is breathing. And I was just like, focus on your breasts and that's all your, your mind just clears out. Take some practice, obviously. I'm no pro. I'm not a professional at this, but I know it helped me. So that's kind of like the same thing that I was doing to kind of just be like, all right, let's chill. Let's attack one thing at a time and like be good. Maybe I need to try that because when I get home at night, my brain is like... It's just racing, isn't and it? And then, you know, like, I can't sleep. Yeah. And I'll just be laying there, one thirty, two o'clock. I'm like, fuck, I and that's, up at 6.30. Yeah, and that's where my problem started. I like couldn't sleep. And I don't know why. There was nothing for me to like be stressed about really. But I was just like, I cannot go to sleep. So I need something to just keep clearing it out. So I do it like every morning. Sometimes I do it before bed. Like if I miss it in the morning, I'll do it at night kind of thing. I got my Alexa set up to be like, yo, Alexa, I'm meditating. So throw on some calm music and I'm just sitting there. It's done. That was great. Technology. Yo, I remember the first time I heard Alexa. I didn't know it was a thing. 
I was at this kid's house, <laughs> and he said something about Alexa in the other room, and I thought he was fucking my name up. <laughs> I was like, I, mean, I can see that. I was like, you do know my name is Lexi, right? He's like, no, Alexa, turn the light on, and I was like, oh. <laughs> Oh, there you go. You don't have one? You need a Google. Listen, you need nah, a Google nah, nah, nah. or We got a Google right. home over there. Masi got a Google in her room. I don't like that shit. <laughs> because there's been times that we were sitting here talking about something completely unrelated. Did not say Google. Did not say nothing. And that fucking thing started talking. I'm like, no. She was like, yo, uh, so I got the results. <laughs> like, I was making, I think I was making coffee or something the other day. And I, like, mumbled something under my breath. And then I hear, like, the little sound. I'm like, yeah. unplug it. Sure. <laughs> I get it. That's funny. That's hilarious. <clears throat> so we can kind of start winding down. Is there anything else that you kind of want to touch on? Anything else you want to let people know? Any motivational advice you have for people trying to get their stuff started who have like five different interests? Why you got so many businesses? Listen, this is what <laughs> I say because there's a lot of people at work that I feel like are trapped. Mm-hmm. You know, in... It's cool to have an income and like that job is great because we can work as many hours as we want, but you need to withdraw yourself a little bit and think about what you want in the long run. And even if you're scared or you're unsure, fucking do it. Yeah. Like I knew my paycheck was going to be cut drastically by leaving at five o'clock, but I was like, I'm 28 years old. I either do it now or I'm never going to do it. And I'm sorry, but I'm not going to be making t-shirts for the rest of my life. And you got to change your perspective. You got to think positive. If you got a dream, you got to fucking go okay. get it. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, this is a rant. <laughs> that's it. No, that's cool. No, that's, I think I think that's awesome. And that's something that we touch on on every episode. It's like, sometimes you just got to, you got to go for it. And yeah. You're not alive forever. You never know. So you just, if you love it, just go freaking do it. That's you, all you got to do. And just worry about the other shit later. Yeah. Like. You, if there's a will, there's a way. Finesse your fucking way to your dreams. All about finesse these days. Finesse it. <laughs> That's cool. All right. So, well, this has been a pleasure. So let everybody know. We've talked about your Instagram, all that stuff. Uh, let everybody know where they can find these things. I actually, you know, I've got, what do you got? Two pages. So let everybody yeah. know where they can find you. So my personal main Instagram is drug of lust. People think it's a bunch of other different pronunciations of that. <laughs> but it is literally drug of lust. Okay. And then my hair page is Johnny Scissor Hands. Johnny Scissor Hands. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. it. That's all you got? Yeah. There's no more? I don't do Facebook. I don't do Snapchat. That's pretty cool. Instagram is the way to go now these days. Like... I don't have to hear people complain unless it's my rants. Yeah. <laughs> all my story. <laughs> all right. So that's where you can find her. You can find me at uh the slash pod or you can follow me on instagram as well at k2 the o junior that's with the number two in da as the um we'll put all the links and stuff on the video um on the podcast wait uh, so audio. now that i've been on this podcast yes is the slash pod going to follow me back finally <laughs> <laughs> the slash pod i'm sorry the slash pod doesn't follow anyone right now oh, i don't know i look i was bitter <laughs> There's zero followers on this lab. They don't follow anybody. Maybe that's rude. I don't know. I feel like maybe you should just follow the people who you've done and yourself. So then if somebody wants to go back, they can see. That's true. 
I guess you could do that. I'll work something out. I'm sorry for all the people who maybe feel hurt that the sled pod doesn't follow anybody. But maybe that's something I can do. It's just go through. Slash pod will be team follow back soon. I'm sorry, everybody out there who maybe has felt. Maybe that's why I'm not getting that many listens. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. For the audience who does pay attention, thank you very much uh, for your support, all that stuff. Um, But this is Slash Pod. Keith, Lexi, signing out. Thank you. um, And appreciate your listens. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me again. Of course. All right. Signing off. Bye. John's approved. Boom. (laughs)